<laughs> Hello. Hi, welcome to our living room. <laughs> <laughs> our studio. It's our studio. Yeah, here in the, here in the studio. Cheers. Cheers. Well, Happy Eurovision. Have you told everyone we've gone live on? Uh, I will say that now. Twitter. I'll tell everyone that on Twitter that we are live now. Mm-hmm. Um, do do Suppose. Um, thanks so much for being here uh, to listen to us rant about Eurovision, one of our favorite subjects. Could have been, you know, more sex jams as far as I'm concerned. There were quite a few sex jams. All in all, I was quite happy with it. The last few Eurovisions have been a bit of a dirge, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, I'm of the opinion that i kind of gone off Eurovision for a little bit mm-hmm. because I felt like there were way too many of, like, those slow, ballady, like, Russian bullshit. Uh, it was always like some fucking Russian with that remember like the miniature skating rink that one year and all this shit and it was just like and and at first talking about like how they were going to touch they soul yeah, it feels and, like we've no. not had a um, a real um, that the high points and the the drama that we had in the early aughts mm, mm, mm. Um, with the what was the name of the German guy who I really loved who ended up climbing a curtain oh sure um, I remember that one. I think he had like an Italian sounding name, but he was great. I liked, um, you know, one of my, uh, yeah, there were some actual, actual bangers this year. And so this was the most banging Eurovision we've seen in quite some time. Um, you know, so that this has been brilliant for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, cause what I turn, what I want to see when I tune into Eurovision is I want to see like trash, right? I want to see like trash pop. I want that kind of Euro kind of Euro pop beat. Mm -hmm. I want to see some glitter. Yeah. I want to see key changes. I want, yeah, I want a key change. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to see some chick in like spangles and not much else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to see a lot of very provocative clothes removal. Yeah. Uh, oily men, all oily um, men. I remember one year there was just like a bunch of like really oily Irish men playing drums for no real reason. <laughs> and I was like, fine with this. I was like, I'm guessing this is happening. It's like, I'm going to allow this. So uh, I liked the oily Irish men. That was a good one. I feel um, like we should officially start the stream and explain. So this is our first stream. Uh-huh. Usually this is a podcast. You'll find, and we are, we are recording this as a podcast. It's part of yeah. Culture Sex Relationships podcast. You find it at soundcloud.com forward slash Culture Sex Relationships. relationships. Sex Jams is one of the like sub podcasts that we do where we talk about songs to do with sex. Mm-hmm. Me, a sex educator, and Eleanor, a sex historian. That's right. I'm a historian of other things too. Double sex. Double sex. So we thought <laughs> <laughs> double historian. Yeah. Um, and double sex. So um, that's right. So we decided to bring it all together and to examine uh, tonight's Eurovision. And thankfully, as we've just been discussing, it did not suck. It didn't suck. Um, one of the things, though, uh, that we were going to say before we start getting into the actual sex jams mm-hmm. is, like, one of the things that becomes really clear, especially within Eurovision, um, and as we were saying on Twitter, is that one of the major things that you get through, I mean, I'd say pop broadly, mm-hmm. uh, but certainly Eurovision in particular, is you get these, like, really bad ideas about romance and love. Really bad. Oh, just like over and over again. Like Iceland's out here on this all like, mm-hmm. oh, I wasn't me until I met you bullshit. Uh, 
Uh, Switzerland is all like, I will die underground without you. Yeah, and it's like, it's either that I will die without you or that love equals death. It's, yeah. Uh, and you were, we were kind of saying, what well, you were saying, that... Um, there are a lot of courtly love tropes in that, aren't there? Yeah. That's the kind of thing with courtly love. Yeah, because it's like, uh, with courtly love, there's this assumption um, in particular with uh, that love is suffering. Mm. Like, love in general is referred to as an inbuilt suffering or mm-hmm. inbuilt pain. Mm. So to sign up for romance is necessarily to sign oneself up uh, for, you know, this kind of level of pain. Yeah. And that if you don't feel pain, if you're not upset, then you're not in love. It's not real love. Yeah. And, like, that's what's kind of going on here. Like, or, like this French one that everyone was all big into. It was horrendous. And it was like... What oh, was I, the lyric that I pointed out? The, 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 um, the, uh, the, oh God, the French one was just dire. Um, it was... The thing is, is that, like, what, what they're doing with, you know, with pop music and what they do in Eurovision, of course is that they are repeating an ideology, right? Yeah. And so they are... So the reason why it's an, import, an interesting and important event is that they are selling to us the ideas, the common sense ideas about what we have about love and relationships. Mm, but mm. they're meant to be selling these ideas to us. But Okay, yeah, here we go. So don't go. I'm begging you to stay a long time. It may not save me, no, but to do without you, I don't know how. It's like, like if romance <laughs> is so great, how come it sounds so terrible? And, like, the thing about it is, too, right, um, in terms of, like, of this, it's like, this is what you're offering. It's all like, oh, and I might still fucking die because I'm such a sad individual yeah. the only thing i have going on for me is you compare this to that sophie ellis bexter track from years ago if this ain't love why does it, it feel, feel so, so good, good. yeah right? yeah all the songs about love and romance like i'm literally gonna die without you which is well extremely problematic for many reasons mm. creates a hierarchy of romantic relationships mm. as being the most important it implies that you can't even properly exist without being in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. one of them was even explicitly saying that they needed someone else in order to ful- in order to fulfill them and yeah what that was one of the that songs. was Iceland Iceland yeah oh. um, Norway also was doing this where it was all like oh I'm not good enough for you oh like yeah. all my like my love all this wasted love so it's like you have these these tropes over and over again that are all about just like how terrible love is how terrible I am as a person mm-hmm. how without love um I essentially don't exist blah 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 um so hey what's up CNN? Uh, big ups. So, like, yeah, like, all the romance of it is massively problematic. Um, luckily, multiple sex jams. Multiple, multiple sex, sex jams. jams. I wasn't expecting it because we hadn't really done very much mm. research. We only decided this afternoon we're going to do this in the pub. But multiple <laughs> sex jams, in which we will get to. But I don't like but- to do, I don't like to go into, um... Eurovision with uh, research. No, it's nice I, to be, I personally yeah. think that you should just go in um, not knowing what's up. So yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm about. But again, just to co- to go back to the you know, I asked Nora the question, uh, Eleanor the question during uh, during the show. Like, what is it that um, Eurovision is telling us about mm. how culture sees sex and relationships? Yeah, and it is saying you know, sex is sex is potentially good. So whenever sex is talked about, it's mm. always talked about in quite positive ways, mm. which is good, I guess. Yeah. Not that we are wholly sex positive all the time, but, you know, um, it's at least good that they're talking about the possibilities for sex to be pleasurable and not necessarily dangerous, mm. which is mm. quite good. But romance is always this kind of, it is something that we're selling you as being the essential thing you need in your life to complete you, but it's also going to be painful and hurt and yeah. possibly kill you. Or like, yeah, like how about Cyprus right off the top with El Diablo, which a bop. Yeah, we okay. thought that was going to be a sex jam. Um, we thought it was going to be a sex jam, but it wasn't a sex jam. It was a romance jam. And yeah. it was all about how like she's in love. 
with the devil and like how she's devoted to the devil. Not like, oh, it, you know, this is not some Montero shit. This is not like I had sex with the devil. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's, you still have this kind of like thing. And that's really bad because it's also kind of like, um, basically it lets you off the hook for bad relationships. Mm-hmm. It's saying like, oh, well, I can't help it. I've fallen in love with this bad person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, oh, well, oops, I'm in love now. So like, that's all Yeah, over. it reifies it. Mm-hmm. And it just, as well as making, as well as creating an unhelpful hierarchy where, you know, you said during the France one, go, where are your friends? Yeah, like <laughs> the France one, it's like, your girlfriends should have stepped in and been like, honey, what, what's going on here with this? There like, were very no. few songs about friendships, which I didn't like. Sometimes in Eurovision, you get bops that are really about just being friends. Yeah, that's true. That is or true. you get like a Jedward song where they talk about how... Oh, we love Jedward. Oh, yeah. oh, two kings, two kings, yeah. two kings. They sent me a DM the other day. It was oh, I got nice. a DM from them once and oh, they said that so I was the coolest doctor. Oh, they said they like my they said they like my hair. I just fucking love Jedward. Yeah, I love Jedward. I just love Jedward. Um, Anything else to say about the, the, the relationships bit? I just feel like this is the thing, is that they, the version of relationships that were sold in pop songs over and over again, like, you know, it would make you not want to be in relationships. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're bad and you're going to suffer. Like, cool. Yeah, if you listen to these songs <laughs> and think, oh, yeah, that's the kind of thing that I want in my life. Don't, don't run away. No, yeah, they're telling no, you a no, subtle no, message. No, 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 don't no, no, do no, it. Don't do it. It's very, they're very, very bad for you. Although, you know. They work for some, but the but the, the the problematic thing about it, of course, is that romantic relationships, of course, can be great, but it is the this the cultural pressure on everyone to have one, mm-hmm. and that there's something wrong with you if you don't, but also there's something wrong with you if you're not suffering. Yeah, it's um deeply problematic, but also it's completely unquestioned. Yeah, like the, as you say, these things you can date right back to courtly love, and it's because we just aren't asking these questions about what is it to create an intentional relationship. One of the things that they always talk about, I think in pop songs generally, but in this Eurovision in particular, they're talking about love as this thing that's either there or not. That mm. is, if it's like an energy. I can't remember which song it was, but they're talking about, um, uh, it was a song about, I guess, love is on my side. Was it Portugal? The love is on my side. Oh, mom. yeah, yeah. The Portugal one, the one like, the, like I'm, I'm naked on the floor. Like, yeah, he yeah. was doing something with his fist at one point. I thought it was going to go in yeah, a sexual direction, but it turned out. Oh, wait, so. I want to do a shout out to Spain for saying I love you, mom, at the end, which is very like Friday night off I of you, uh, I think you should leave. Yeah, I lost my mind. We liked that. We liked that. Yeah. So one for all the I think you should leave heads out there. But again, what they're saying about love <laughs> is that it's either, it's not something that we make happen. It's not something that we do. Yeah. It's like, it's just something that's there or isn't, as if it is like a life force or an energy that you tap into. And it's bollocks and also very unhelpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just to young people, but to everyone watching who's trying to, who is trying to navigate relationships. And because we don't ever inquire as to how we might do relationships intentionally, mm. it's just like unhelpful, you know. Rubbish message. Make pop songs better. Yeah, nice one, Steve. You probably are going to need more champagne, but... Yeah, we're, but, we're drinking martinis. We're drinking martinis, so... Anyway, um, should we talk about the sex jam? Yeah, let's talk about the sex jam. So, well, actually, the first one we're going to talk about is not quite a sex jam, because we're just going to talk about Malta real quick, because we really liked Malta. Yeah. Um, ideally, for me, I suppose, if you're going to crown a winner, I guess my tops are Malta and the Netherlands. Yeah, I think um, I like Netherlands the most. Um, but I also really, I just like Moldova because of the sex jamness, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, we will. We'll yeah, get to that great. later. Um, 
So we're going to start off with Malta, mm-hmm. who was cool because it's not a sex jam, but it is kind of like a, an empowered sexuality. Yeah. Is what I would say about it. And I mean, I don't mean that just like in, you know, the kind of standard like, oh, yes, queen girl boss, mm-hmm. like empowered sexuality way. Because um, I like the thing that she says, the um, the hell no, I'm not your honey. Mm-hmm. Hell no, I don't want your money. Uh, don't get it wrong. I'm not into dudabies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so baby, it's not a maybe. Yeah, I've got to be true, but there's nothing in it for you. Mm-hmm. So if I show some skin, it doesn't mean I'm giving in. Mm-hmm. I'm not your baby. And I really like that. Yeah. Because it's like, she's just kind of existing over here and saying, yeah. I'm like, this doesn't actually have to do with this theoretical mm-hmm. person. I mean, I'm reading it as a man. I guess I'm reading it in a heteronormative way. Yeah, I mean, she's she's situating herself as the subject, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Which is quite interesting. So it's a little bit like what uh, Megan Thee Stallion does with Freak Nasty, which yeah. is what we did in our last sex jams. It's the... It's the, I'm making choices for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're interested in this, then, that, you know, that might be interesting to me. But it's got to be on, it's got to be on my terms. And yeah. that's what she's kind of yeah. saying here in a much kind of lighter. Uh, um, exactly. This is uh, more for kids, this one, I think, as well. Yeah, but I think it, I think it's really good because it does really work well for kids. But it also kind of, like, introduces certain things like, um, you know, the possibility of, like... Um, you know, a kind of vague and um, self-centered sexuality, you know, the, like mm-hmm. showing skin and it's not necessarily for other people, it's for oneself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think that that's, I think that's useful and mm-hmm. good to, to say to young people. Yeah, definitely. The, 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 the thing about feeling embodied and that feeling good in yourself, um, it might coincidentally be something that attracts other people to you, but that's not why mm, people mm, do it. It's mm, about mm. how many women talk about their feelings towards underwear and things, right? Yeah. Or or putting makeup on. It's not for other people, it's for themselves. Um and and making that clear in this song about shifting her as the as the subject uh who is um who's interested interested in uh how it relates to her rather than how it relates to anyone else I think is really good and powerful and nice. Yeah, very good. We like it. Two thumbs up. Go mm-hmm. Malta. And the ladies, if you feel like flaunting tonight, it's all right, it's all right. That's right. Uh, listen, go right ahead, show your <laughs> shining bright. Uh, shout out to Wee Wee Blogs, where we're getting all the lyrics from, by the way. Yeah, for this. so this is good. So yeah, if you want to check them out, uh, weeweeblogs.com is what yeah. we're seeing this. Yeah, really good. Okay, should we move on to the next one? Yes. Next one is definitely a sex jam. Serbia. Serbia, <laughs> Serbia loco, loco. Yeah. Okay, yeah. first of all, yes, girls. This yeah. is why I watch Eurovision, girls. Mm-hmm. I want to see three hotties mm-hmm. in questionable figure skating outfits, mm-hmm. and I want to see them shake their booty. Mm. That's what I want to see. Yeah, tick, tick, tick. I want to yeah. see TNA. Mm-hmm. I want to see sparkling, mm-hmm. and I want to hear a sex jam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so good. Um, but a really interesting sex jam because it's definitely a sex jam. I think I would say because it's about sex. But I guess more than that, it's kind of like about desire, yeah, isn't it? And kind of like the locus of desire and who controls it. Um, although <laughs> I love it because it's it's mostly a song about how hot they are. Yeah, and I mean, and fair play, they are very pretty ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it is. I think it is a desire song rather than a, a sex jam, but I think it's probably a sex jam as well. Yeah, okay. Um, but I think it is more about desire, isn't it? And it's it's interesting because it's about the gaze. It's saying to it's saying to I'm I'm reading this as the as the protagonist is talking to a man, but I think they're saying to the man, look, 
look at me, you find me really hot, don't you? I mean, like, literally, here's the lyrics. Uh, don't be angry, gather courage. A girl like me doesn't ask for promises. Mm-hmm. You don't take your eyes off me. I get into your veins so easily. I see it in your smile. You want me, don't you lie. I'm as sweet as Choco Moco. Come on, be loco. <laughs> It's good. It's really good. It's very good. It's very it's good. Very good. It's very uh, good. Like excellent it. stuff. Um, so I like that a girl like me doesn't ask for promises. So she is flipping the idea that women are into uh, love and commitment yeah. and that men are only into sex. Mm. Uh, it's an age old kind of, um, well, we can talk about the history of that. We've talked about the history of that on other shows. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It used to be in, uh, certainly in medieval times, Dr. Eleanor, there used to be that women well were read as the women read as the horny ones, yeah. and men had to do everything they could to kind of keep them at bay, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it's it's kind of read as dangerous, then that flipped, and now it's kind of in the process of flipping again, isn't it? In yeah. culture, it's like it's yeah. Tell it, us a bit more about that. Yeah. So I mean, one of the things that I see in this song that I think is interesting it is is that it is quite kind of medieval mm-hmm. um, in its own way because we do see like the women as the active agents here. Yeah. And uh, so they're the active agents, they're pursuing the men, um, and they're kind of saying, like, well, this is, you know, like, I'm offering you this sexuality here, mm-hmm. and it just is going to, like, wear you down. It's going to, it, it's almost like um, their sexuality and their kind of, like, the force of that is a kind of, like, a process of wearing men down. Mm. So, and they're specifically saying that. Um, I think my favorite line, what was my favorite line in here? Oh, I've got it on. Uh... I like, uh, I'm cute and I'm cute and nice and you're alone, alone, alone. <laughs> and I know, I know, I know. It will be wild, wild, wild. Okay. No, this is my favorite line. Not being with me is your flaw. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tell him, Queens. Yeah. Tell him, no, Queens. I love that shit. It's very, very good. No, it's good. Uh, so, um, I... I, a bop. Yeah. A bop. It was a real bop. A sex jam. And so there are some, you know, as we say said before on the podcast, it has some of the elements of a sex jam where it's got like a fairly regular beat that mm-hmm. goes all the way through. Mm-hmm. You could have sex to this song. Yeah. We, our rules are, I think, for the actual music for a sex jam is that you can't really drop the beat. There can't really be any surprises. Yeah. Uh, but as long as it's quite, as long as it's quite kind of steady, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you get a surprise, it will. Um, it might during a sexual act. It might just slightly bit uh, stress you out a little bit, make the sympathetic nervous system go yeah. into uh, into action, and just distract you a little bit. And that can really kind of uh, take you out of it. Take you out of the situation. When you're trying to bang down. If you're trying to bang down, you can't be having no surprises. Yeah, in our sex advice book, Enjoy Sex, How, When, and If You Want To, which I wrote with my colleague, Mike John Barker, formerly, well, still part of the podcast, uh, we found that really people are much more likely to enjoy sex if they can be present and in the moment and then embodied, mm. which we'll talk about in a second when we get to Moldova. Yeah. Anything that takes you out of that, anything that distracts you from that is going to um, make it harder to enjoy sex. So. That's, that's, that's that. what we need. That's so no. So if we're writing sex sex jams, no dropping the beats, no surprises. Mm-mm. Keep it steady. Yeah, but um, I would say a bona fide sex jam. Yeah, and it was sexy as well. Like the performance was sexy. This, yeah, and they're, and they're sexy ladies, and I love to see it. Frankly, mm-hmm. two thumbs up, two thumbs up for Serbia. Well, Serbia. We we stand Serbia. Ah, oh, but this is my favorite sex jam coming up. Sugar. Sugar. Yes, Moldova. So this is, this is uh, yes, Natalia, Queen. Natalia Gordienko, Sugar. Oh, yeah. This one was just... We've got a lot to say about it. Oh, this. my God. I absolutely love Sugar. Um, because, first of all, again, a very sexy lady. 
Um, again, wearing spangles. The difference about her performance and the Serbian performance was that I think that she, her performance was very embodied. The, the There were certain lyrics that she was delivering where they had that kind of breathy orgasm kind of quality, or the, the out-of-breathy quality. Well, can we talk about the longest, the longest note ever held oh, in Eurovision? Yeah, right. yeah. It's uh, her, uh, you know, doing a, like, basic, like, you know, we're meant to think of an orgasm. I see. You see, right at the end. I didn't know that was that song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, let's yeah. Go, so let's go through it, because there's a lot to say about this song. So, I can't explain it, but there's something going on, a crazy energy inside of me. Mm-hmm. First just a tingle, and then it turns into a bird. It's not a, it's not a symptom of a sexually transmitted <laughs> infection. Uh, could be chlamydia or gonorrhea, but I don't think that's what she's saying. <laughs> uh, like fire in my blood. I really like this. So, I can't explain it, but there's something going on. And I really like that. And what she's doing is trying to put into words the feelings that happen in her body. Mm. And what is really useful about this, I think, is that whenever we get like sexologists or like sex experts or uh, people giving like bad sex advice, often what they're doing is to tell you what's going on in your body Mm. and to tell you what it is you should be feeling and what should be happening in your body at any given time. Mm. And because sex is incredibly complex, sex is biopsychosocial, uh, and it all depends on the context, and it all depends on the relationship we're in with the other person at that time. You can't possibly have one person tell you what your experience is going to be. No. So this ambivalence around trying to not not being able to explain it at the really at the beginning, but trying to find words such as that it's a crazy energy inside me, and it's a tingle, and then it kind of expands mm, 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 is really mm, great. Mm, mm, but also, it does explain that kind of that it feel what it feels like in the body and it's to do with arousal and mm, desire isn't mm. it yeah so like in contrast with serbia like serbia is all kind of like about like well i'm attractive i know you want to bang me like mm-hmm. that's what's happening here this song is where she's like calling up a fuck piece mm-hmm. and she's like i love this and now i hear my body talk 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 mm-hmm. uh, a taste is all all i need and i'm about to climb the walls no way i'll be alone tonight yeah. and so she's like yeah, like I'm horny. I can totally feel it in my body. Yeah. She she dials that booty up. Yeah. She dials that booty up. Come she gets over, it come over. over. Come over, come over. I'm overdoing without you. Mm-hmm. Wanking reference. Yes, girl, come through. Come through. She's done with wanking. She's done with wanking. She needs that D. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, come give me some sugar, sugar. Uh, <laughs> got me addicted so you can't take it away. I mean, it's get, bad to be addicted to sugar. It can yeah. cause health problems. But you know, Get me all satisfied. I, I think mean, sugar here doesn't mean sugar, does it? And I also want to make a point here. You can't be addicted to sex. No. So, so she's sex. not addicted. It's a metaphor. Yeah. So, you know. She just likes it a lot. She just likes it a lot. Um, that's a very good point. Sex addiction. We've not uh, let go back in the, in the podcast thread. You'll see it. we've done some podcasts about this. Mm-hmm. Silver Nevers, a uh, friend of the show, part member of culture sex relationships mm-hmm. uh, who is a sex therapist has just brought out a book about this called compulsive sex um se- compulsive sex disorders and basically that we need to see it as uh, as compulsion not an addiction yeah but that's not what this is that's why not but i mean she's just like you know quite into that booty and we yeah. love to see it um so yeah um what, what is it uh, just a little kiss to show how i was missing out Compared to you, not worth any. Uh, no one's worth anything to brag about. Mm-hmm. Your lips are hot and sweet. I feel it in my knees. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Uh, now I want your uh, your only one sugar sugar on my tongue. I need your kisses, baby. Gotta keep them coming. So I love the like feel it in my knees yeah. thing. So it's like being this like super super embodied like making out, just being like you know the different ways, like really kind of paying attention to the ways that people can be turned on in sex. Mm. 
And one of the reasons I really like this song is how, like, as in contrast to the Serbian one, although it bangs, mm-hmm. and I'm not here to hate, yeah. um, or in comparison to, like, all of, like, the stupid Serbian romantic songs, there's very little in this song that is medieval at all. Yeah. Like... At yeah, all. it it doesn't play around with why what the, my, the possible motivations for a woman wanting sex. Mm-mm. All it's saying is that she wants sex. She wants sex. <laughs> she, wants, just, she wants sex. She wants sex for its own for its own purposes. She mm. wants sex. She is wanting to experience sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. She's experienced sexual pleasure from solo sex. She's wanting to experience sex from partner sex. One of the things I really love this uh, as a sex jam because and I think compared to a lot of the other songs we've covered on sex jams. We perceive a lot of those songs to be, uh, you know, sexy songs, but actually they're either not about sex or they're, they're about the relationship. Yeah. Uh, but they might be about a lack of sex or what might happen if someone doesn't have sex or mm. the reason why they're going crazy because they, they've not been able to have sex, such as sexual healing. Sexual or, healing, I'm still not over the fact that how little sexual healing is actually about having sex. I was sick this morning. I don't, uh, oh. Anyway, I don't. Yeah. Anyway. He has a fever. He has... I'm not coming over to fuck anyone who got fever. He has COVID symptoms. Anyway. Don't... Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Uh, so anyway... Absolute genius. R.I.P. to a real one. That's yeah. not the point. Uh, but Moldova... Yeah, it's actually about sex. Abs- actually the embodied about- experience of what it feels like to want to have sex. And, and, I- what, and what sex can actually bring you. And where you might feel it in your body. It's kind of cool. It's, I, I, I really liked it. I think it bangs. Um, one of my favourites. And she's also saying, like I said at the beginning, she's saying how this feels for her. She's articulating how that feels for her. And I think that's actually good sex advice. Yeah. Uh, if, we're, if we're feeling like we kind of want to be more curious about what's going on in our sex lives and maybe think about uh, where, how we might enjoy sex more, it's always best to try to become the expert of your own experience mm-hmm. and try to figure out ways for you to think about well when it felt good and under what circumstances it felt good mm-hmm. and what what conditions need to be in play in order for sex to feel good yeah. and they are often quite material conditions and it's often to do with time and the environment and how you feel about the other person yeah. but she's give, she's saying she's raising the bar to a very very high level which is to say this is what I want from it this is and I want you to come around and bring it to me and yeah. this is how it's going to feel when I have it it's fucking great fucking classic what a banger what a great sex job I can 100% see myself this is going to like this is going on to like my personal Eurovision faves list love Moldova yeah fantastic it's yeah. it's sexy because it explains her experience of sex well and that is sexy and again the 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 way it was performed was sexy yeah and it had that embodied uh, sexiness. She just seemed like she was having fun. Yeah, and it wasn't to be sexy. It was to um, it was the it it was that this is a this is a sexual vocal. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for the pandemic sex jams. <laughs> yeah. The, oh uh, God. Yeah. Just uh, just the stress wanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, so the oh. sex where you have to wear masks or oh yeah the, uh, the constant sixty nines to like... so keep uh, at least a meter apart from the other person. <laughs> I've written about that. Go to my website bishuk.com. Yeah, safer sex and COVID. Written yeah. all about that. Um. Okay. Up We're next. Moving on. Up next is Azerbaijan. Yeah, Effendi uh, with Matahari. Um, I liked this Azerbaijan one. Again, it's doing what I want. Many sexy girls in little spangly outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, a real medieval sex jam. Mm. Um, a lot of medieval tropes here where, uh, 
Okay, I like this also. Like, starts off strong. I'm a godless spy. <laughs> I'm a spy. I uncover all of your secrets. I want them. There's no stopping me now. I'm a liar playing the game of desire. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna leave no survivors. Mm-hmm. Would you fall for me now? Just like Cleopatra's ar- The Army of Lovers, I start a fire. Um... <laughs> Okay, queen. Oh, like, okay, queen. Fantastic. I love her army of lovers. Tell me about the start of fire thing, because that's really medieval, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like, what she's doing here, I like this, there's no stopping me now, I'm playing the game of desire, I start a fire, right? So this is like this specific kind of like uh, feminine sexuality thing uh, within the medieval, you know, mind frame. So it's like there's this woman who's specifically pushing something on a man. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, we, we're meant to understand, I think, with this whole, like, I'm a spy. Like, I'm uncovering your weakness. She's sort of, like, looking at this man. And it's like, all right, well, this is how I'm going to get this dude to sleep with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's, like, intentionally pushing particularized buttons mm-hmm. in order to get, like, this guy to sleep with her. And he's just kind of, like, one in an interchangeable army of dudes she's fucking. Because mm-hmm. she's a queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Undercover, I am a dangerous lover, drinking my poisonous water. Mm-hmm. Right? So, again, there's, like, this this real medieval idea of, like, well, this is a woman who's intoxicating. Yeah. Right? So this idea that, like, women's um, control of their sexuality and of sex generally is this thing that is, like, a kind of naturally swaying or persuasive. Mm-hmm. So there's a kind of an idea that, like, once a woman in particular or sex more generally kind of gets under your skin, then you need more and you need more and you need more. Wasn't the you idea, know, just to go back to the fire thing, um, wasn't there a thing you told me once uh, <laughs> that, you know, it was thought that in medieval times that fires might have begun from the sexual yeah. desire that was created by... Yeah, yeah. so like sex itself is kind of like seen as hot, as yeah. a hot agent. Um, so there are a lot, uh, there's a lot of ways of talking about sex in the medieval period in particular, where they'll talk about it as this thing that is like warming or heating in the first place. So for example, when they talk about sex generally, they say that one of the reasons why women want so much more sex than men do is because they're cold and wet. Mm-hmm. So they want sex because it warms them up. And there's this thing about like the friction of penis and vagina, yeah. like warming up women. Yeah. And it takes longer for women to warm up because they're hot and wet, they're cold and wet. But mm-hmm. then when they do warm up, they're hotter as a result of that. Um, But we also do see these examples where people will talk about sex, for example, and they will say, oh, yeah, um, I've been having all the sex and like it literally burnt like the the neighbors were having a bunch of sex that they should have been doing. They were having sex out of a wedlock and it burnt the house down and they died. Like this is this is like a a real thing. Right. So there's this way of thinking about sex as a kind of like um, an actual object or agent that has particularized characteristics and it's got this characteristic of being hot. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of what's getting played on here. Yeah. So it's like, she's kind of controlling this fire. Um, There's not a whole lot to this song other than that. Moving my hips, you are trying, you can't resist trying to fight it, got a story to tell. That's uh, a problematic one around consent, isn't it? Yeah. Um, That the inability to say no because you're finding, because you're being, because you're sexually aroused. it's Toya Problematitsky, uh-huh. as we would say, uh-huh. in, in, in Czech. Toya. Um, and it's the idea also that men have no agency, which is another thing. Mm. And agency is an interesting one. And this is a zero-sum game of agency, where Matahari has all of the agency, but the man has no agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rather than, really, sex. Like, the ideal for pleasurable sex and consensual sex is for two people to have... Um, 
to give each other as much agency as possible to collect their agency so they have collective mm. agency mm. and do things that they might like all of the, <laughs> the that's the thing i really loved about the moldova song is that, that it implied that that's what sex was but often mm. in sex jams and the and in sex songs generally but also in um just in popular culture, the way that sex is kind of talked about is one person trying to get something from another. The sex yeah. itself is objectified, isn't it? Yeah. And it's the and it's um, always viewed as one person having more agency in getting some, getting it from someone or taking sex from someone else, and that yeah feeds into this problematic idea of that sex can never be uh, pleasurable. Lordier on the screen. Yeah, Lordier on TV, and it's very distracting. Voting lines, are, <laughs> voting lines are still open. This bit takes so long, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow. Um, anything else we need to say about Masahari? Apart no. from, do we need to tell everyone about who Masahari was? Um, a spy. Right? A yeah. Hot spy. So yeah, there you go. Um, Just like Cleopatra, the army of lovers, I start a fire. I mean, good for her. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, Azerbaijan. Uh, good. A bop. It does drop the beat, but uh, I still think it counts as a sex jam. Yeah. Um, we so are the, moving now on to the Netherlands. Yeah, the Netherlands. Um, a bop. Um, Jean-Gu McCroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the birth of a new age. We're classifying this as a sex jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the major thing that it's doing, I think, is it's an anti-colonial sex jam, mm-hmm. which is what uh, I like. Mm-hmm. Um so I like this skin is rich as a starlit night. Your rhythm is rebellion. Deep currents running in the rhythms of your eyes. Your rhythm is rebellion. They spat on your crown. They poisoned your ground. Your rhythm is rebellion. They burned all your heroes at the stake, but your voice will echo all their names. This ain't the end. No, it's the birth of a new age. Uh, very sexy. Yeah. Like like all this kind of like relationship to, to people's skin and eyes. Like this idea of this kind of like... Um, it, it's interesting because it's, you know, like there's... It's obviously political. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and it basically, I guess that one of the reasons why we're classifying this as a sex jam is because it's impossible to have... Um, like a future where you've got like quite good sex and quite good relationships mm-hmm. without also kind of like addressing the political necessity of things like decolonizing. I think it's interesting because it's uh, it's a libidinal song, isn't mm. it? So it's libidinal in the sense, in the broad sense of the word and the broad sense of erotic as well is that it has this power. It has the, it's got the energy and the energy re- required in rebellion and the energy required in protest and struggle and political movements. Mm-hmm. And there is an energy to that. Yeah. There's a collective energy to it to feel part of something. But there's a drive, you know, and many mm-hmm. of the ways that we talk about um, about uh, sex libido, I think apply to talking about uh, libido, the way that libido can be... Um, used to to uh, in social justice yeah but also more broadly you know we were not free until we're all free mm. and um and yes we can be we, we don't have to be entirely free in order to enjoy sex but in order to enjoy sex more we need more agency yeah and unless we all have unless we're all fighting for a world of more agency we can't really ever say that we can be doing any sex positive work yeah sex positivity work isn't about focusing on individuals and teaching them about how they can you know wank better or achieve an orgasm or something really sex positivity has to be grounded in this broader political work of giving people more agency Mm -hmm. and anti-racist work is part of it yeah and it's clearly part of it because if people have few options and no rights 
then they have fewer options for joy. They, their capacity for joy is diminished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so this is a, a, a deeper political uh, song. Uh, I hope it wins. It's, dis- it's explicitly anti-colonial. Apparently, um, we have a listener in from the Netherlands, or we did before, but apparently... Um, over the last year, um, BLM has sparked quite a lot more conversation in the Netherlands about the colonial past mm-hmm. and the treatment of black people, people of colour in the Netherlands. And so this is kind of part of that too. But it combines that libidinal erotic energy with 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 struggle, which I think is um, smart yep. and really good. You know, it's the kind of thing we need in the world. It's my kind of sex jam. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, also, he's fine, though. <laughs> I would like it was certainly a sex jam for at least one person. Jangu, if you're watching, <laughs> call me. I think uh, I think he might be busy right now, but yeah, I think he maybe might you be. can catch up on the stream. He's a fan, obviously. Yeah, uh, so uh, that you was know. Um, yeah, it was a great song. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed it. And again, there's a really good blog about this on Wee uh, Wee Blogs. W i w i b l o g g s dot com. If you just go to the lyrics page and go to the Netherlands. Mm. Bring up all the lyrics. And then we're at last up, San Marino featuring Flowrider. <laughs> See, I don't know who this Flowrider person this is. This MF don't know who Flowrider is. <laughs> I don't... I'm sorry. I just, I don't even know what to fucking say to you. I don't but... know who Flowrider is. But anyway, so this He's was... that guy off the San Marino song. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I remember. That was the last one. Well, I was kind of like faffing around trying to get the stream to work during the last song. I thought I was hoping the last one wouldn't be a sex. I lost time, my so entire was... shit when they yeah. were like, "It's got Flo Rida." It was like, yeah, exactly. Ricky Shaw. I was like, boo, boo, boo. Like, I'm so fucking yes, yes, Sam Marino featuring Flo Rida. I yes, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so good it's so good I want to see Pitbull on the next Eurovision that's all I'm saying okay so uh, I'm burning up with affliction see that sounds a bit like sexual healing doesn't come it come give you come give me your full attention I want you to tame my fire now mm-hmm. keep moving now your eyes on me it's like my body's yours only so baby don't leave me lonely now mm. we're like fire and gasoline come and light it up with me so mm-hmm. high on adrenaline you're my adrenalina just one touch and I'll ignite. I'm a flame on dynamite. So high on adrenaline. You're my adrenalina. Yeah. So, and uh, then, uh, all this, uh, uh-oh, this place so fancy. Let's go light up the city. So, again, refer the listener to what you were saying earlier about the yeah. dangers of, of dangers sex. Dangers of in sex. The, time. the dangers of sex with Flo Rida <laughs> in the medieval period. <laughs> right? So it's like, again, like, you know, sex is this thing that could, like, burn the whole place down. Yeah. And, you know, that can, you know, for medieval people, that's like, literally, it'll burn your fucking house down. But here it's just like, you know, it's going to light the scene up. Uh, it's going to light up this fancy restaurant where apparently uh, this chick and Flo Rida are grinding or something, which I love. Um, how about this? Step in the party because she know how to do my body like hot coals. Gasoline, kerosene, stop, drop, roll. <laughs> I can't blame it on the stove. 911 when she's coming down the pole. <laughs> yes, Florida. <laughs> yeah, we like flames when we touch. Can't get enough. We get ignited. So excited. You can feel a rush. Yeah. I mean, Coming down the pole. <laughs> ah, see, because it works on two levels. levels. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of symbolism going on. It's not really telling us a great deal about how we might have sex, what where sex fits in with relationships. It's just the symbolize. It's talking about what how chemistry 
It's like poetic yeah. kind of chemistry, isn't it? Yeah. And the sex leads to more sex. Exactly. And that's an interesting one, isn't it? That comes out in quite a lot of pop songs, where the idea that sex leads to more sex rather than ever ending up anywhere where sex feels, mm-hmm. where sex uh, where sex might feel good. Yeah. Which is why I like Moldova so much. Um, she's really good. Uh, I mean, San Marino, you know, like, it's just a classic sex gem. Like, what can you say about this other than it's like, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. Um, I think it's good because it's talking about how much fun they have having sex. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's not, uh, it, it isn't a love song at all. It's, they're only talking about sex. No. Um, I will, like, I will critique the thing about adrenaline. All right. So, you know, just from a very geeky, uh, uh, biological perspective. Not you. Okay. Yeah. So adrenalina. So I'm saying. So I'm so high on adrenaline. You're my adrenalina. Um, if it's a sex jam, you can't be high on. Uh, you can't only be high on adrenaline or cortisol. Oh, look, that's the Serbians. Oh yes, hello Serbia. They were looking hot. Um, you can't only be high on adrenaline. That is your sympathetic nervous system putting you into uh, into react mode. So you need some adrenaline, but you also need the parasympathetic nervous system to take over as well. They both the both aspects of the autonomous nervous system play tennis with each other. If you're high on adrenaline during sex, you're probably having um, you're probably being triggered by something okay. and probably having a stress reaction. So that's not good. That's bad advice. I'm I'm, I'm having a stress to reaction to the fact that Flowride is here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> anyway, that is all of the sex shows. So how many sex shows did we have? One. Well. Malta, we included it as a sex jam, but bona fide sex jams. Serbia is a bona fide sex jam. If Uh, we're including the Netherlands, five. Five. Which is really good. Which we are. We are including the Netherlands. So five sex jams in a Eurovision. Four explicitly about sex. Yeah. That's pretty good. This this has been a great Eurovision. Yeah, we Um, we, uh, thought it was really good. There weren't even really that many boring songs. No. No, we didn't have any of those ones with, you know, four white boys sitting on a stool and then when the key change came in, they all stood up and they talked about their mums. Yeah. You know, like, you know, vague war and like some drum in the background. It's like none of that bullshit this year and I love to see it. No. I mean, it might have been in the semifinals, but you know, as I say, I don't pay attention to that shit. No. And no. The, the, yeah, there were no oily men for you this year, were there really? No, but there were some attractive young men and I'd like to thank them for that. Although I'd like to say um, some other just... Uh, Noticeable things. Uh, the dude from Spain looked like an anime drawing of a Spanish mm-hmm. man. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> if you wanted to, like, draw a kind of, like, over-the-top caricature of a Spanish guy. Um, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this. I thought it was a sex jam, but it turns out it was only a sex jelly. True. Yeah. Real talk. Um, Spain, yeah. Spain was just like, what? Although we do love the I love you, mom. That was, that was classic. Yeah, we just enjoyed that for our own, because... We, um, we like a stupid show. Yeah. I think you should leave. I think you should leave. Strong shout out to I think you should leave here. Um, France was weird. Uh, <laughs> Italy was weird. Italy, yeah. we liked up the Italian lyrics because they like with their little metal song and it was all like, I and kick my mom's door down. You don't tell me what to do, mom. And yeah. we're like, okay, Italians. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was still really, living at home. He was really cross. With um, his mom. The Finnish one was all about like throwing up. I mean, I know, they were. I thought it was a bulimia song at one point, which is problematic. I love the Finnish one because it was like it was very like new metal. No, and I, I thought that was really I funny. Hate new metal. Yeah, well, it was uh, very funny. It was like get Fred Durst in here. <laughs> I loved it. Um, so that was good in my opinion. 
Um, yeah, I mean, an incredibly strong year. That's all I have to yeah, say. Really yeah, great year. really great year. Um, Should we bring the? Are we are we about done? Do we think? I think we are about done. We don't need to like test our. our any questions our, for any any further thoughts from the chat? Yeah, we, if does the chat have any questions? The, the worst bit is the results. France is always weird. Remember yeah. two thousand eight though. I love two thousand eight when they had. Uh, Oh god, what was that DJ saying? Anyway, 2008 was a strong year. That's all I remember. I've got such a bad memory that uh, as soon as I finish watching this, I'll, I'll it'll go down the memory hole. Well, yeah, yeah. but that's that's not saying much. Uh, yeah. So, any <laughs> questions about sex jams and Eurovision? Anything else, or any comments you any comments that we can uh, read out on the podcast? That uh, yeah. Any, any really good insights? All right, if not, like, go with God. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to our first stream. Yeah, and, like, uh, I don't know, vote for Moldova, I think. Or Netherlands. Or Netherlands. Maybe Malta. Lithuania in the lead at the moment. Which one were Lithuania? I think I liked Lithuania. I thought it was an unproblematic bop. I think that's what I said about it. Yeah. I didn't like Switzerland. Anyway, yeah, it was a bop. It was unproblematic. Anyway. Well, thank you so much, Steve. Oh, that was that disco at home one. The Lithuania one. That was fun. For like, oh, we could have a discotheque in my living room. I'm dancing by myself. It was actually like a nice about having a good relationship with yourself. Polish judge's outfit is incredible. Oh, wow. The Polish judge is wearing like a zebra outfit, and she, but with it's got gloves. gloves. Oh, yeah. This is strong. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go. We're going to go perv on Eurovision judges. Uh, thanks for coming to our stream, lads. Um, yeah. Love to see you, Jordan. Thanks so much, Steve. Thanks to everyone for coming. And uh, we'll release this as a podcast very shortly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you've got any questions, let us know. Yeah, and we'll be back on Twitter for more discussion yeah. throughout the judging process. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.